0: Well, hello there. This is the Anything But Quiet Time podcast. We are Rochelle and Carter, and I just want to kindly remind you to kindly leave a kind five star review.
1: Would you say just the word kind? Kind, kindly. What if you said it for every star, the word kind?
0: Kind, 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 kind.
1: That would be our favorite. And then we get to read that. Somebody did
0: it. (laughs) See, there you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Leave a comment. No, honestly, it uh, with all the, you know how online works, more people that review it, more people get to see it and hopefully feel included as part of this with with Hope On Demand, the Anything About Quiet Time podcast. Maybe you're listening elsewhere. HopeOnDemand.com is where this kind of lives. And the goal of this podcast, walking through our own quiet times, Mm -hmm. is so that we can all feel included. Sometimes you feel behind in church a little bit.
1: Yeah. Or you just feel like you're not on... You're not on the ball with your Christian faith. Maybe you don't even feel behind, but you're just like, I'm just, I'm nowhere, I'm nowhere mm. in the school.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not playing hooky. I uh, feel like a dropout or something yeah. like
1: that. Uh, we received an email from um, Amber, and she was very open and sharing about her eating disorder that she's dealt with for 16 years. And she said, you know, there's, there's been some conversation that she's heard on the air where Carter and I share on the radio, but also in the music that we play that has been such a blessing for her that's spoken to her because she said, I feel like a lot of the times while I've I've traveled, uh, traversed through this weird journey of the eating disorder land, if you will, um, that she has felt such shame mm. and anger, even at God. Why would you allow me to go through this? Uh, which all of that is just normal in terms of grieving, But she said, it has been encouraging to hear stories of people who have been through battles. I love that because she said, I think there is this notion that Christians all have this perfect life, that we're not supposed to struggle, but that's not true exclamation point. She says, without the sadness, we wouldn't know happiness. Without the bad days, we wouldn't know the good. God is still with me today. Despite all the mistakes and bad choices I've made, he has never let me go and he never will. And she, I think she was grateful in just the fact that there is hope when we share our brokenness with each other. And when I say brokenness, it's not like you're just sitting there broken in pieces. I mean, you might be, but you may just be a glued back together person mm. that recognizes mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit's been working on you and gluing you together. Yeah. Um, that's okay. There's this incredible, uh, I don't know what it's called. My dad has shared it with me. It's beautiful. But there is this this Asian type artwork and he ordered a mug where these mugs or these ceramic pieces have been broken and they have been glued back together using gold. Oh, interesting. They're absolutely gorgeous. And there's such a, a profound spiritual statement with each piece because it makes it that much more beautiful. And just like a broken vase will let the light seep out when the candle is set inside.
0: You, you see the scars. You
1: see the scars. Yeah. And so it's been a hope-filled thing for her to listen when other people say, hey, I have shares. I have struggles. I battle through things. And so- I want you to know that you are welcome here.
0: Yeah, you you are, and and knowing that we're just growing together, and you you've actually come at a perfect time. That this is the series that we're getting into. Maybe you've heard the fruit of the spirit that you pastors talked about mm. uh, often. I'm like I can't even remember where it is, but Galatians is where this there you is, go. and it names the it's nine, right?
1: It's nine. I can't believe you don't remember the song that we sang last. Oh,
0: week that's right. Give, will you give us a little bit Galatians of
1: Galatians five lists all nine in verses twenty two and twenty three. I mean, I could give you the why,
0: why, why these songs that help us remember—they yeah. have no sort of syllables in the right places or rhyming even. You no. just put something to, a sentence to a tune. Sure. is What the?
1: <laughs> I mean, didn't you ever have to memorize January, the, February, March, April, May, when June? I was teaching my children. See, I speak English. My husband speaks Spanish to them, and so I was teaching them their months. And I did it to—I think it was, um. You know Dasher and Dancer uh-huh. and Prancer and to that tune <laughs> anyway. So you
0: know January I, and February. That's what
1: you did. January and narrow February. Anyway, it okay.
0: doesn't matter. Well, so we're going to get into the first one today. Love. It's it's obviously one that the world is going to be all for. Some of these that we get to a little bit later.
1: What the world needs now uh, is love. love.
0: Okay, we're going to stop singing, we promise. But love is is one that is just so nice, and everybody's good with it. Some of the ones later, self-control and all that, the world's probably got a problem with some of those. Um, But what is truly the love that it's talking about? Mm -hmm. And I love, I've I've talked about this website before, gotquestions.org, is if you just have a biblical question, you type it in, they probably have an answer. They got over 500,000 answers on this website for biblical questions. That's a lot of answers. And the the just the fruit of the Spirit in general, before we get into love specifically, the fruit of the Spirit has also been misinterpreted as characteristics that believers— should somehow manufacture in their lives. Mm -hmm. The key to understanding these qualities is in the name. Fruit is the natural result of growth. Mm -hmm. And of the Spirit explains exactly who causes the growth. It's not our striving or straining, I gotta love more, but the power of the Holy Spirit. No amount of human toil or gritty determination can produce spiritual fruit, but the Spirit's influences in a yielded heart can work miracles. And uh, the fruit of love might be the best example we cannot produce the type of love god desires without the leading and strength of the holy spirit i'll have more on love in just a second
1: but yeah okay so an apple tree produces apples Mm -hmm. orange tree produces oranges we are as believers and followers of jesus we are to produce this fruit yeah you think about it when was the last time that your response in the midst of a bad traffic situation was perfect patience (laughs)
0: Uh, the day I got my license? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's fine. I'm just excited. (laughs) When
1: was the last time when someone hit you upside with the most defensive argument that got you all riled up to where you went from zero to a hundred in terms of, I don't know, your blood pressure. That's Mm. not even an accurate reading. I'm I'm not a doctor. Zero to a hundred on blood pressure. Well, (laughs) Uh, uh, uh. and NASCAR. Uh, Yeah. Well, and you didn't cover it with love. Because this world is not about you. It's about God, and we're to bring focus to Him. And how do we do that? By allowing this fruit not only to be grown on our branches, but what else do you do with fruit? People come by and they eat it. Yeah. They're supposed to recognize us by our love. They're supposed to take the fruit, eat it of themselves, so they know Mm -hmm. that, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. How are they going to do that? You. You're supposed to be producing me. And I stink at it a lot.
0: (laughs) I think we all stink at it a lot. But like you said, the uh, the fruit should be tasted. So let's just say you uh, are in an argument with somebody, uh, and especially if they're not a believer in Jesus, and you shock them by you not retaliating now, what I've heard over and over about love, the world would say that love is a feeling. You just chase after it. Just go for it. Mm-hmm. But love is not a feeling. Love love is a verb, as we've heard from DC Talk, if you're a big fan of the Christian music from the 90s. Mm-hmm. And so you might feel so, oh, man, I want to so bad. But you restrain because mm-hmm. you know what the more important thing is. And maybe it's even one of those days you get home and tell your spouse, man, it was a rough one. Oh, I wanted to go off, but I... I held back. Like, I, I think that is an action of love. Yeah. And so then this person that is confused why you wouldn't retaliate
1: starts seeking, what's
0: going on? Why would they not do that?
1: You know, First John chapter 4 tells us that love is more than a verb, that love is a person. Yeah. And that it's God. Yeah. So if I am able to put it in the context of what it is, it's him. The, the character of the thing is the glory of the thing. God's glory I mean, he is just, he's got so many things working for him and he's imparted them to us through his spirit. If I I start to think in terms of like, yeah, it's not a feeling. This is something I need to think about more about, a relationship with Jesus Christ. This is a person. Right. And he is in me in order to perform these things. It takes the pressure off of me Mm. that Mm -hmm. I become less, that he becomes more. That's what John the Baptist said, which is when, one of the most humble things you could ever say and again hopefully man jesus said my burden is easy and light this takes the pressure off of you and me when i start to release things over into his care but that guy did that thing have you ever have you ever done
0: this you're in the last 2 weeks of the job and you wait,
1: are you saying what's so
0: that? let's just say hypothetically Rochelle <laughs> was in her last two weeks of this job I right don't now like where this and is that there going. was somebody else to get to join me on. The, no, I'm kidding. I'm completely <laughs> kidding. But it's your last two weeks of the job because you are moving on to bigger and better things. And you, maybe you've had that feeling before of you are so glad to move on from this place. And then you get the email or somebody asks, and whether you you need to help or not, a, a lot of times I'd get asked to do something by the boss in the last two weeks, and the boss would go, well, you know what, um, never mind, you're going to go anyway, why don't you train so-and-so on how to do it? And then you just smile because you just know it's not your problem, that you're moving on to bigger and better things. This is temporary, these two weeks, I'll do whatever you want, or I'll not do whatever you want, yeah. whatever, because I'm out of here. Hey, that's this life. This life is temporary. So I think when we have that outlook that heaven is the thing that I need to be concerned with, that this life's just gravy, it doesn't matter if somebody cut me off. In traffic. It doesn't matter. Somebody somebody cut me off of my sentence because yeah. they're rude. Like, eh, whatever. Yeah, Because I'm focused on two weeks from now or years from now that I'm going to be in heaven. And I believe it. And so that's why I display this radical love because it's just falling off my shoulders.
1: I, I do like that comparison. And I also know Carter really well. So I want to say that he's not saying you need to have one foot in heaven and one foot here. Cause God wants you to be present in the yeah, moment. He has us here for a reason. He has you here yeah. for a reason. So obviously the things that you're dealing with beyond even temporary traffic moments or people that you don't know moments. What about those? I'm with my family all the time and they need me to serve them. Well moments. Yeah.
0: And th- Hey, that you might know. be a year's thing, right? That's years. Yeah.
1: That's, that's your life that if you've, committed to another person in marriage that is for life mm-hmm. in sickness and in health and that means <laughs> means everything in between yeah and so being committed in those moments and saying hey listen just because i'm going to go to heaven someday i don't really have to care about this but it gives you you're kingdom minded yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. you've
1: got a kingdom perspective it's like lord help me to see past the temporary of this feeling to Stay present in this moment for your purpose and for your glory, which is going to get past my own yuck, into a place that's going to be... well. We'll get something to something deeper.
0: We'll get to patience a little later. It's a, it's, it's a whole fruit of the spirit.
1: But, but honestly, I think it's all kind of embodied in the word love, don't you? Well,
0: and that's what I was going to say because if you are the enemy wants us to react so fast, yeah, you know, and so you you've done it before. We've all done it. You've blown up at somebody, or at the very least, said a snide comment you shouldn't have said, and mm-hmm. then you're sorry for it later because you you succumb to that feeling in the moment. And so yes, that would you would patience is definitely a virtue of this here. But what a loving thing to do mm. to if Rochelle's berating me as she does daily <laughs> and then I don't say anything and I bite my lip so that I can get past this feeling mm. And if I do need to have a conversation with Rochelle about, you know, you hurt me or you you, I really don't appreciate when you do this, I can come at it calmly later. I chose love to make sure that I handle the situation in the right way mm-hmm. instead of just retaliating right then because I felt a certain way. And, and sometimes maybe the loving thing to do is you don't say anything at all, especially if you're never going to see him again. But sometimes you come at it with a, a very loving mindset later.
1: Let me ask you if you've ever had to call someone out in a loving way. Do you ever sandwich it in between some love?
0: So you're a great coworker, (laughs) but also it's horrendous (laughs) the way you present yourself. Yes.
1: But also I like your
0: shoes. (laughs) Great
1: shoes. Yeah. Okay. So here is what Paul does a little bit in Galatians chapter five. Mm -hmm. He tells you all of the things that you are when you are living a sin-filled life but the things that you could be all in the same chapter, the, the good things that you could be with Jesus living in you and working through you. I think in, in help with this conversation in regards to patience and love and the things that we're going to explore for the next few weeks. For me, I I've heard the book, you know, eat this, not that, and put more emphasis on, on the, the good instead of the negative. I think absolutely you should when you're so focused on the things that are good, there's not going to be any room left for the stuff that's gross. But I think a little bit of emphasis, a little bit of recognition and saying, okay, but I'm also understanding that there is an enemy. I want to always keep my eyes on Jesus, Mm -hmm. but I, I don't want to forget that Satan does exist. Right. And there is a list right before in Galatians chapter five, that points out all of the sin that we can fall into and if I am not bearing fruit that's of Holy Spirit worth, what spirit am I? What what spirit am I bearing fruit from? Yeah. And so that's kind of where it leads into. So, man, the more you think about the fruit of the Spirit, you should want to get on board because I do not want to be a part of that other stuff. Right. right. So love, we have so many you know, ideas about love because Hollywood's kind of put that out there. We've shared about this before, but there's this really special word um, I'd like to bring back. And it's, it's so not used nowadays, unless you're in church and it may sound so churchy, but please give it a chance. It's agape and it is the perfect, all encompassing, unconditional. It is better to give than to receive love. It takes all pressure off of people because you don't put expectations on them. Mm. You are there to serve and to love them. And it literally is what Jesus did for us. And he gave us this incredible portrait of what it looks like by leaving perfection to come to this the planet and die for you and me. All the while, you know, I don't know but you when I buy a gift for someone, I'm like, I hope they like it. Yeah. I hope they I wonder if they know how much thought he put into it.
0: It ruins your day if they don't have the reaction that you want it for does. for their gift.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's not about you, Michelle. If you're truly loving that person.
0: You know, we you're talk- literally giving something <laughs> away.
1: <laughs> but but uh, <laughs> If Jesus had had that mindset, I think he would have. I think he would have turned it in. He wouldn't, he would have gone.
0: Oh, well, he would have jumped out. I mean, okay, I'll just say for me, if I was Jesus on the cross, Mm -hmm. knowing who I was, and they go... Why don't you jump down from the cross if you really him? That's it.
1: I would have. Yeah. <laughs> I would have roundhouse kicked people. And, he, <laughs> and try to look at it from the perspective of your own life circumstances, because obviously crucifixion, that's not something that necessarily goes on in the United States of America mm-hmm. or in other places around the world. Um, so we have to figure out what is the thing that God has asked us to carry out on a daily basis where we don't feel appreciated. Mm. Mm -hmm. And we have to put ourselves in that position and say, all right, God, how are you asking me to look at this again? And agape is how we're supposed to carry it out. Agape is a love that has no strings attached. It isn't looking for what it can get, but what it can give. When you love with a pure love that you expect nothing back in return, it is impossible for you to feel hurt or let down by the response of the recipients of your love. You don't love them for the purpose of getting something in return. You shower them with love simply because you love them. That's what Jesus did for me. That's what Jesus did for you. And that is what sets his love apart from every other kind of love. So First John 4, when it says God is love, it's because it's like it does not get better than this. Yeah. He is love. And we can manifest that through his spirit in our lives to others and cover them with grace. But... But he didn't do that to me. No. I realize how juvenile I sound in those moments where I'm feeling that way. It's human to feel that way. But don't. I don't need to be giving myself such a, um, I don't know. I feel like we give ourselves a little bit of a, um extension there when we say, well, it's human. It is human.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But mm-hmm. God's called me to not be natural, but supernatural. I can't do that on my own. Thank God for God.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, and this is, I was reading more of this uh, from God Questions that I was reading earlier. The English word for love is very broad meaning, but the Greek is very uh, precise, and agape is what it brings up. This love is not a feeling, but a choice. It is the choice to be kind, to sacrifice, to consider others' needs greater than one's own. Agape is used in all of the hard love verses in the New Testament, mm-hmm. like the one that you mentioned about greater love has no one than this. For this is the, this is another one, for this is the message which you have heard from the beginning that we should love one another. It's First John 3.11. Love your enemies, do good to them, and lend them without expecting to get anything back. That's Luke 6.35. Um, it is because of love that God carried out his plan to save the world. And that goes on to John 3.16. And it just, like, kind of you stated, Rochelle, God loved us. This is how we should love others and there's not an exception for it even though we're screwed up and messed up and sinful and yes human there's not an exception for us mm. uh, we should be doing the same thing and it's it's kind of this conversation about what if if you're rooted in Jesus you will see it you can look back and you will notice time and time again, not perfectly and maybe seasons go back and forth of how much, but you'll notice that you are putting others first and serving others and in many facets. It, it, not necessarily like volunteering, that always comes to mind for me, mm-hmm. but serving the needs of others however they come up. And this is a a fruit of because of what you believe.
1: And how do you do that? Not on your own. Like, okay, have you ever had a gift card somebody gives you and you forgot about it and it's in your bag and then you walked out the store the worst. I said, no, nah, I forgot it
0: again. And the astounding stat that like a billion dollars worth of gift cards go unused every year.
1: Jesus is a gift card. He's a gift card. Now, I do not mean to trivialize our Lord and Savior, but I want you to think of it like that. I have him with me at all times. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why am I trying to do it on my own? Yeah. I yeah. can't. I mean, in this instance, like you go into Target, if you wanted to buy something with a card and you've got, a, you know, another credit card, you could.
0: Well, I was going to say, really, he's like a, a a credit card with no limits that somebody else is paying for. That's, somebody else that's somebody, that he's paying for. That's why yeah. it's a gift. Yeah.
1: It's a gift. God paid the ultimate price. And he's asking us to use that gift mm-hmm. card, mm-hmm. if you will, yeah. to pay for the other things in our lives that are costing Yeah, because it is a cost to serve others. But God says you need to rely on the gift of my love, my gift card love Mm. to be paying for this. Yeah, that's good. And I don't know why I leave it, you know, tinkering there in the bottom of the bag or, you know, I'm not even thinking. The other day was the simplest thing. I'm driving along. I'm sitting at the light. It's red and I'm waiting for it to turn green. I'm not on my phone finally turns green and i start to press the gas pedal the person behind me honks oh, it's been man. a millisecond oh, i'm like what and i raised my <laughs> hand like this
0: like what like, like what? what on earth what
1: there was no gesture if you will no it was just my hand going up like what is the problem and even then the holy spirit said Rochelle? too much too much you reacted I need you to respond to this life, not react to this life. Yeah. And respond yeah. in grace, respond in love. But Rochelle, that guy behind you, that what were they doing? They were being impatient. Yeah, that's not for me to fix though. Mm-hmm. That's for God to fix. Right. And even by my response, if it had been one of grace and gentleness, could I trust the Holy Spirit in some way later on to maybe help this individual? Maybe if somebody crosses their paths, gives them an opportunity to recognize I wasn't gracious or patient with that woman. When I honked my horn at her, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm just, I need to get off the dime about, but they, but they, because Jesus said, what about they? Mm -hmm. You follow me, you know?
0: Well, it's it's never because I understand because I would do the same thing. And I'm not going to say (laughs) that I won't do that on the way home right now.
1: I am obviously not perfect, clearly.
0: But that will (laughs) never help. It doesn't if, if our goal is to share love and the love of Jesus with people, and yeah, by, by me not doing that, will they come to know Jesus? I don't know. I don't know. And Not because of this, because, because that'll be something else later.
1: But I ain't any closer to him by doing the thing. Exactly.
0: How on earth, that will just escalate.
1: I call him a jerk. Very well. Like, I raised my hand into my head. It's like, what a jerk. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, they acted like one. We know they acted like one. But you can't, you, you don't
1: deny it. You but. start stewing in the jerk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And He was a jerk. And even and then I started hearing my own sick. Do you and know the, what I mean? And it's then when just, you get home,
0: how do you act to your family? I mean, at least for me, I'll, I'll say that would put me in a grumpy mood when I got home. Well, and then I come in ranting to Kelsey. You're not going to believe this.
1: I definitely have done that before. In this instance, no. I think it was an immediate check by the Holy Spirit okay like, Uh uh-uh.
0: yeah good
1: and then good. I got froyo, and that helps well,
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you're having trouble loving you go to fro-yo <laughs> then you can love people better it's
1: yogurt yeah but it's ice cream
0: <laughs> okay this is gonna be a great series it's gonna be a lot of fun we're gonna go over we may do a couple of them next week the fruit of the spirit thank you for uh, checking out the first episode in,
1: in this, this edition hey I agape you man Again, like you said, I'm maybe. I'm not gonna say it, maybe yeah. it, I that. <laughs>